0: We have a special episode of Winning in the Workplace for you today. Kelsey is here. Maurice Velasquez has been kicked out of his radio show. We are using his book, Journeying Beyond the Storm, to give you all of the dirty secrets of the storming that takes place at Team Real World. Welcome in everyone. This is Nathan,
1: and this is Leah. Hey, this is Kelsey. How's it going, guys?
0: It's going pretty well. We, hey. I, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of happy with the premise that we've got ourselves with today. Maurice isn't here.
1: He is not here today. You've so got Kelsey and I. Well, yeah, we we kicked him out. We decided that he uh he's
0: had enough time on his radio show talking about his book we need to talk about his book now. that's
1: right
2: that's right well
0: kelsey uh why don't you tell us your role at team Row world you did this is your second time on the show um you were on i think in the first episode of or i guess of the revamp of winning in the workplace yes that's correct so why don't you tell us your position at team Row world
1: okay so i am the branding person i take care of everything team real world that you see out in the world today um i actually designed yeah the cover i was about to book. say did you design awesome? the book that we're did. looking at right now i did and all the graphics inside of it yes i did um and i'm also a junior consultant so yeah okay. so today you
2: have the two junior consultants right now at team real world
0: do you guys are y'all just claiming that title because he's not here
2: yeah that's right
1: <laughs> yeah we took it for ourselves <laughs> yeah
0: Well, why don't we start talking about the book? Well, actually, Kelsey, what was your? I mean, how much do you have you been through the book? Uh, During what part of the process were you brought in on?
1: Um, what do you mean? Like, like
0: were you in on the ground floor of whenever Maurice started writing this book?
1: Oh yeah, okay, for sure. I actually, way before we started this book, we. we were looking at doing um, other books and just kind of- A series, right. We were working through that process of which book do we do? What do we write? And we ultimately arrived at this conclusion because we decided that this is the message of Team Real World. This is what we do. This is what we teach. um, And so we decided to put that in a book. Um, And I mean, I, I think it's been very well said.
2: Well, I think I, I actually was sitting with a client yesterday and she told me this is the easiest way she's ever heard it explained. She's been through probably a year of, of our program and she read it and gave feedback that it's, it's amazing. She said it's, it's so succinctly said, easy to read, and definitely describes it in very layman terms of what storming actually is in a company.
0: Well, you can find it. It's on Amazon now. It's also yeah. at Cottonwood Books. I'm sure if you're listening right now, you probably know where Cottonwood Books is over on Perkins Road. Um, so, for people that don't know, I mean, what's the likelihood that people listening to this have storming going on in their company right now? I mean, is it a? R- I don't think it's a rare thing based on no. what the book, the way the book describes it. It seems like pretty common.
2: Correct. Yes, we say. Every company goes through storming. It's going to be big storms, small storms. It'll, it'll be different degrees. But yes, every, every company goes through storming.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's possible unless your company lasted for like an hour uh-huh. <laughs> for you to not go through storming. Um, it's just a natural part of the life of a business right and that's what I know
2: we were talking today about going through chapter one just what is and I, I love chapter one it's probably my favorite I think I said that in I think yeah episode. you did you said that like two it, episodes it ago. it gives you this feel of my go- it's pain I mean you feel the frustration and the pain when you read chapter one and I'm kind of want to get to the end of it of that chapter because it's 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 an extremely frustrating and and horrible feeling when you're in when you're in storming um, and I think chapter one does describe it really, really well.
0: I don't know what... Whenever I first heard about storming, I thought that it meant that there's fighting going on, like people are yelling in meetings and that there are hot tempers going around. I that That's a pretty inaccurate description of storming. Like, that's not mm. necessarily what has to be happening for people to realize their business is going through. So, like, it can, things can seem okay, I guess... Why don't we talk a little bit about that? What what are some signs that your company is in this right now, is storming?
1: Okay. So, first of all, to speak to that point, Nathan, um, I don't think it necessarily has to be people screaming and yelling at each other, um, but it can be. It, right. People yeah. can be so frustrated with their jobs, um, their roles, the lack of communication that they literally yell. I mean, I guess it probably depends on their personality, um, but it can also just be this internal frustration. And um, I feel like sometimes maybe the the executives don't know what's going on, um, and the frontliners and the managers are feeling it, but they're not communicating the the problems up. Um, or well, and I think what's really what. Makes
2: the frustration more is just like in nature. Before a storm, you usually have a beautiful blue sky, great day, and then the storm comes on, and it's it's the scary like what what's happening. And so your company has been growing, and you've been you've been able to take your company from one level to the next, and it's been going so well, and then it kind of gets stuck. I mean, you feel the stuck. I know we were talking. Even yesterday, Kelsey and I were talking, and I like the way Kelsey described it. We were talking about, you know, some storming that's been going on. And Kelsey, can you tell me how you kind of described it with the balloon
1: analogy? I was saying that it's kind of like having a big balloon. You're trying to fit through a tiny door, and you have one like big part of the balloon on this side and you're pushing and pushing and it, it won't fit through and it's really frustrating because you can't get all the way to the other side like where where you just want to be and um it, it's just it's that the feeling of like uh, so extreme frustration like if i
0: <laughs> would it be I felt this I felt this pretty much everywhere that I've worked like you're sitting with either someone who's on on your level or someone who has who's like a supervisor and you're just like telling them exactly what it is that you see needs to happen for the business to just get better and they just don't see it like whatever whatever it is like the fact that whenever you hold that meeting you don't listen to anything anyone is saying and you say that you're going to but the meeting just ends up the exact same way. Like, is that, is that a sign of storming? If people are feeling that way about others in the organization?
1: Yeah. Well, we can probably help you understand by giving you some examples of what happens here at team real world. Yeah. 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 Um,
2: yeah. So, for instance, we were talking uh, before we did the radio show that yeah, Teamware World has definitely had that growth, and once that happens, you have storming. Uh, one time, you one one example of when you really see it is when you bring on new employees. That's yes. going to happen. So here at Teamware World, we have had a new employee start in the last few weeks. Um, okay. That that happens, and I think also growth. So for example, we've been really working on our processes and trying to streamline our processes and it has caused a lot of frustration mm-hmm.
0: yeah the definitely the actual is it the looking at the processes that has caused some of the frustration have it like having everyone needing to agree on what they are or was, was it there before
1: uh, well, the company is getting bigger. Yeah. So as it grows, the same processes that were working before no longer work anymore. I because see. very well said. So People that's
0: why growth. That's why bringing on a new person can usually cause storming. Is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So an example that that we have here at Team Real World is um, one of our processes just didn't work for us anymore. It was, there was too many people talking about it. Um, it. It was going through too many hands and, you know, way too much time. So um, we were able to streamline it and that is helping us get out of storming. Okay. Right. Yeah.
2: That, that is definitely one I know in the, in the book in chapter one, it does talk about processes. That's one thing that really, shows that you're in storm. Like your process just aren't working anymore because like Kelsey said, you've either grown or you've added people and the process just doesn't work anymore. You're probably,
0: actually you're going to go through storming whenever your company goes through some phase of growth. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's
2: correct. And
0: this is like the first book that Team Real World has put out. Like this is the first time that the company went through this process, right?
2: That is correct. Yes, first one.
0: Okay, now that y'all have done it, the book is out. Um, Did this book cause like a new level of storming in the company? (laughs)
1: Are you that's saying a- that it, it's difficult to, to get a book out? <laughs> are you saying that it takes a lot of work and time and I know lots you guys have more
0: than four people at the office all trying <laughs> to get this done and I mean it can't I mean I, it's is it do y'all find it ironic that you guys are now in a place because of this book that is uh, a new level of storming?
1: Yeah you know what it is um, ironic. I, I just want to go ahead and dispel the myth that's out there. Team real world is not perfect. We are not a perfect company That is um, true. just because we this book came from us um, and we teach I, about storming. <laughs> yes. I, I just want to let you guys know that storming is a normal part of a business um, and it's a result of growth and growth is a good thing. So don't uh, don't beat yourself up about storming. It's it's a good thing that happens as a natural part of company growth. And right now we're going through some growth, so we're storming a little bit. That's right. Yeah,
2: it is ironic that our journey beyond the storm has caused some storming here at Team World. And I agree with Kelsey. We we have people working here that are – we're a great team, and we all really get along really well. But, yes, it's caused some storming here. And I I think what issues really come up when there's growth is – your role and processes. Those always come your individual up. role. Your individual role and processes in that company and who does what. So, I know before we went to the break, uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, some storming that we've had going on and how we've been dealing with it. So, if we want to talk about that a little bit more and just show people how. You know, I know you were asking a little bit about well, how does that feel? Is it like fighting? Mm-hmm. What is it? How does it portray itself? Yeah, and there's different ways, definitely.
1: Yeah, give us give us the down and dirty from your perspective, Leah, because I, I think we want to hear some juice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so
2: for a manager, because my I am director of operations, so I handle a lot of the management here at Team World. And what I hear, so for example, last week, I'm also a junior consultant, so I've been out of, the, out of the office a lot. When I would come back in and get updates from my assistant, it would be lots of sighing, lots of, <laughs> the meetings did not go very well, Leah, and we have a lot of frustration. So at that point on, on mine, I feel frustration because I feel like things have been communicated clearly to the team. Um, But I have to honestly say, if my team meets and my assistant tells me that there is frustration coming out of that meeting, then I know, okay, it's not been communicated clearly. There is definitely storming going on. And when I hear that two to three days consecutively in a row about meetings, then yeah, I went to my executive, who is Maurice, and just told him one day after work, there is some serious storming going on back at the office. And I'll just give you oh, the really? down and dirty on the executive. Part of his um, part of his reality check, I guess you would say, is that's great. That's what he told me. That's great. <laughs> that's good. He's like, we're going to get clarity. We're going to get definition. I love this and i was not at the i love this part so yeah. that as a manager <laughs> like, oh, i was not
1: we have to go through this now right
2: it's it's because it's gonna, i know it's going to be a, some crucial conversations that we're going to have to have as a team it's going to be a little bit painful yes and it's painful and i have to go check with my team members and make sure they're ready for it because i may have to throw them some different roles and I need to make sure that they're okay with that before we sit down and have that meeting.
0: Why, why, I guess, why is it painful? It makes sense that when you're going through something like storming, there would be pain. But let's say that, um, I guess, the, the frontliners feel um, things are unclear. Why would clearing things up, which I guess would be the process of storming, how would it be painful for people in that process? Like maybe the people that you are manager over.
2: Yeah, so I would say on on my end, I know my team and their personality pretty well, and I know that change is difficult for them. Mm. So I know that's part of it, but I'll let Kelsey kind of speak to the storming, the frustration as as kind of being a frontliner. How did that feel last week to you when you were in the meetings and when you were trying to run the project?
1: Yeah, so on Wednesday, we had our department meeting. Um, and that's when all of us come together, um, minus the executive and, um, just kind of talk about the projects that are going on, where we are with them and anything that other, um, employees might need to know. So, um, on Wednesday, we were super frustrated with just roles because, There were so many things that happened and so many things that were supposed to get done. And no one really knew who was supposed to do them. Um, And so, I mean, we did a lot of figuring out um, who's quarterbacking Project A, um, who are the team members on that project. Uh, Just uh, Um,
0: wondering, do you think that a lot of people in that situation felt like... uh, half confused about what uh, other people were supposed to be doing. And also like maybe more stuff was being put on their plate in a way. That's yes,
1: exactly. Um, yeah. So I know that um, one, one of them in particular was just so frustrated because she felt like there was so much on her plate and, and she just didn't have time for everything. And then I think um, another person just was like okay i'm here to help but i don't exactly know what i'm supposed to be doing and um you know it, it's frustrating because you're trying to work on the process of fixing these problems and like you're trying to create a process for whatever the project is that you're doing but at the same time the project is due like you have deadlines for right. it so you can't just ha-
0: stop and sit around in a circle and talk about what it is it's going to fix all of these yeah problems. not not no. for
1: like weeks on end you right. know you have to get something done at the same time as fixing the problem so it, it's really difficult it's really frustrating um
2: and i think you know too it's it's gonna cause when you're in that in that kind of stuck in that cycle You know, there's going to be a little bit more frustration before you're able to sit down and hash it out and have the crucial conversations, which causes more frustration. I could tell there was a lot of frustration when my assistant told me everyone started to try, everyone started trying to draw their org charts. And when she told me that, as soon as she told me that and she drew me one, I'm like, okay, okay, so wait, so you saw
0: how many, about how many people are on the team? Uh, Four,
2: was it four or five that were in that meeting? I think there's five of us in that five meeting. That meeting. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, so based five. on, you said everyone's drawing org charts. you I mean, you are, you're in a managerial position. Yes. So I'm sure that you've got a very clear cut, like, guys, come on. This is what it looks like. How many, did, how many variations have you seen over the last few weeks? And were you surprised by that?
2: Uh, yeah, I was surprised because I, I thought it was much more defined because we had already pulled out our roles and responsibilities and gone over them probably two or three weeks before that 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 had happened so i thought okay we're we're really on the same page here with roles and then i think one thing that kind of set us off into storming was i have to say the book we're (laughs) we're doing huge projects i mean Mm -hmm. we've got a lot a lot going on which is great for our company i mean we're super excited of all that's going on with the book and, and getting it out there.
1: Working on a whole promotional campaign.
2: Right, and getting calls from people who have seen it up in the Midwest. You know, that's just yeah. incredible. And we're super excited about all, about all that. But then, yeah, there's roles that we need to make sure that we're on the same page. And I think that wasn't yeah. where we were at that point.
0: Now we all know that in the not-too-distant past, Team Real World was going through some storming. Is Shocker. That
2: right?
0: Yes. Uh, Quite a shocker. Turns out you guys (laughs) can't heal yourselves. Well, okay, maybe that's not true. Maybe y'all can. Yes, it did sound like things have gotten better. It sounds like you guys have been using the processes that uh, you guys talk about in Journey Beyond. I mean, we
1: wrote the book on how to get past this. That's right.
0: It would be uh, (laughs) it would be pretty bad if you guys couldn't get past. It it has
2: to be very frustrating and nerve wracking in a company where you don't know how to get out of storming. This client that I was telling about um, that I, I met with her this week. She told me the same thing. She said, I, I love this book because she said now, I, having read it, I've seen that we've been in storming, and now I'm not as scared when it comes up because I know how to get out of it. And I know I can see it coming. I know it's coming, and I know how to prepare for it.
0: I think one um, maybe, I don't know the word for it, underappreciated point is just the fact that you give it a name Uh, I mean, usually it's just people being mad and feeling like things aren't going well. But like the fact he's like, oh, this all we I guess we could just wrap this all up in the term storming It it makes it feel like it's a little bit easier to deal with. It's not just like I hate my job. I hate where I work.
1: Yes. And it's good to know that other people go through this, too. It's not just you. It's not just your business, your job. It happens everywhere.
2: That's right. That's right. And uh, Kelsey and I were talking there between segments that... Uh, yeah, as, as frustrating as the last couple of weeks have been, um, we do want to give you hope that Team World does know when we're storming. We know how to get out of it. So we've all been kind of having conversations after our meetings of what needs to happen. So I have to say that today I was really proud of my team, my executive team, and my, my, my other department teams that we were able to notice where the storming was know what's been happening and kind of how do we get out of this and what do we need to do? So Kelsey, how long did you and your team, how long did y'all spend on um, really the process and and knowing, okay, this is what we need to go present. How long did it take y'all to identify what the issue was and write the process?
1: Well, um, I think it's all happened in the past couple of weeks. Because in every, well, every Friday we have a, a top projects meeting for, for me specifically. Right. And so this issue um, was kind of happening uh, last week and then it kind of all culminated uh, on Friday. And so the, the issue was brought up. And uh, so from last Friday until this Friday, we decided to um, figure out a process to fix it. And uh, so that took us a few days and a lot of conversations and working through things, organizing things, um, putting it all down on paper because that's really important. That's right. We need an to be all on the same page. Right. (laughs) No pun intended, but kind of pun intended. See what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what we did was this Friday we had our top projects meeting again. And we presented the uh, process that we had come up with. So we started off with our agenda, um, which is part of our program. You'll read right. it about in the book. Um, if you know anything about us, we are always driven by agendas in meetings. What if you right.
2: guys
0: came to a meeting that had no agenda at all? Uh, we couldn't
1: have. We a would meeting. write one
2: really fast and uh, that yeah, and, i
1: guess so that does happen sometimes. and as kelsey's
2: telling you this just think if, if you've read the book or uh, think of chapter two this is where we're talking about the highway this is this is how you keep that highway in the communication yes, so the that's highway that's of communication. what we use. correct
1: exactly that's what that's what we're doing here and that's what i'm kind of giving you a, a sneak peek into the process right. of. so um
0: so each company kind of needs to build their own highway like it would yeah. you say and you like keep adding to it or something like that? So that what be, we
2: would tell companies is, yes, you need to to build your communication highway. And we tell you to do that by these documents, the the top projects document, the notes document. There's there's a we have in the book which documents you should have.
1: Yeah. So you don't have to figure it all out by yourself. That's we right. have it figured out for you. Um, and, and we've done this and this is a tried and true tried and true proven method that's right and um so i'll I'll finish telling you a little bit about what happened in our meeting Yeah. yeah so um we had the agenda and the agenda drove us to um my top projects document which is another document that we use in in our program and um one or my very top top project was uh was this process that we had been working on all week long correct and so we were able to present it in the meeting and um, we went through all of the processes of communication. Um, whenever we were making decisions about the process, um, I, I presented it. And then, so so that was kind of like presenting the idea.
2: Right. Creating um, the idea, presenting mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then we moved on to the advanced phase, uh, which is where... We talk about the good things. Right. A- about the process it. was
2: extremely well laid out. It was. Uh, I was very impressed with how the team had really thought through. And I could tell they had spent a lot of time in figuring out the process. And knowing what the executive, what Maurice had been asking for. I mean, he, they knew, okay, this is what our executive wants. And they had laid that out in the process with using their creative juices.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved on to the refined stage, which is where lots of things came up and people were challenging ideas. Um, like the executive, I was challenging his ideas. He was challenging my ideas and yes, uh, there was a little bit of tug of war going (laughs) on there, but that's okay. That's a good thing. It's, it's a part of the process Communication. Right. and that that's
2: the time to have it you know and I, I was really proud again that we were doing it in the meeting this is the time this is when we're going to do this this is the this is the time to put all of your frustrations into words and put them for y'all to, all to discuss mm-hmm. i guess
0: yeah. you'd be able to be in a meeting you'd have the opportunity to be pretty blunt with with people on your level or maybe even above you in a way that like if you're Right, just passing in the hallway, you can't just yeah. point out that they're messing everything and up.
1: That's that's part of having real conversations and not uh, like actually getting things done and accomplished and, and just being up front. Um, so,
0: so there must be companies that could have been storming for years. Because I mean, I would think that if there are places that don't know about this and are storming, they might even think meetings are part of the thing that's holding them back. Yes, and,
2: I, I, I have seen that. I have seen that people say well we don't want to meet anymore because they just don't go well so we're just not going to do it and that's that's not the answer it's to figure out how to have effective meetings which is what kelsey's kind of is describing is Mm -hmm. having the right documents and having the communication highway laid out so that everyone knows what the rules are and how we're going to do this
1: yeah Uh, yeah and i will say um all of this about creating an idea advancing refining and then we'll eventually get to execute Um, those are all things that have been so helpful and and we all speak that language here at team real world we know um, when we're advancing when we're refining and we say like hey do you mind if i refine that idea or um, it, it, it would just be the one that refines the ideas. <laughs> yeah, all the time I, that I, I do she like to like. hang out and refine. <laughs> I do. Um, I'm not a very good. You advancer. do like the executing role. I like refine and execute. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, we did eventually get to execute, and it was like this huge weight was lifted because this problem, this storm we had been through, um, it was so much better. Uh, we had figured out the process. We had all agreed. We got on the same page. And uh, I mean, I, and yet, I'm i so hopeful and um, excited about next week because it's going to be so much better.
2: I agree.
0: Yes. So, yeah. It seems, I guess, if you don't... I guess storming, you can't not have it. But I guess if you don't... Like, facing it seems to be pretty awesome in the end. Right.
2: And then I think... You were able to see, uh, Nathan, just in that that next meeting we had when you stepped in and uh, you know, good, we were great, just- A lot of focus.
0: Yes, there seems.
2: was a lot of focus. And then just we had a like three minute conversation on org chart and the people that were in the room when that happened were like, wow, okay. You just feel this, this immense clarity come to the team. And then we were able to have our team meeting and talk about it and say, okay, here's the roles of where everyone is in the company. And this is what we're all about. And I think that gave everyone a lot of, of clarity and help with a ton of frustration. We felt mm-hmm.
0: Leah Kelsey, you guys have been uh, very generous. We've gone through chapters one and two of the book. It's storming is impeding your growth in a highway of communication. You guys have kind of done a little, uh, little soul searching. You've been very, you've been blunt with some of the stuff that's going on at the company. Yeah.
1: It's been fun. It's been kind of nice without Maurice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to say that. I but. mean, <laughs> we, you it's, can say it. It's okay.
0: Is it, does it not feel, he's I not, feel like he's Leah, never going to listen to this. Leah, oh, oh, <laughs> that's not <okay>. true. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's be careful there. Let's not test the waters too much. He, you've yes. been very good with the promos today, Leah. I'm oh, say. Thanks. I, I, Those I, are,
2: those are always tough for me, but yeah.
0: But Get in the groove in the third chapter the journey um i thought maybe we could take um the steps that that chapter talks about and maybe give some advice for people at different levels like the executive level and the frontline level the manager level right so yeah. i
2: i like this chapter a lot it's probably my second favorite uh one because kelsey Great design on the arrows.
1: Thank you so much, Leah. Did like you that draw
0: one. those arrows right there on, you can turn to page 13. Those are the arrows that we're yes.
1: Every to. book that was printed, I, I went and, and drew it on every book. <laughs> Kelsey's yes. dedicated. She's very dedicated. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I love
2: the arrows. It simply defines something that is so huge that every company needs to do and focus on. Um, goals and that arrow is pointing down, so very simply, it's saying the goals from the executives need to make its way down to the frontliners through the company. And the problems, the arrow going up, the problems from the frontliners need to make it up to the executives. Um, I, one reason I really like this chapter is just at this time of the year, um, everyone's kind of. Excited that fourth quarter's here. You know, you're excited and scared because you're ready to close out the year. And also, make sure. I mean,
0: in Baton Rouge today, it's, it's been so wonderful. This week has been so lovely. I mean, the fall weather. Everyone yes. is very happy that fall yes, weather is here
2: for Because it's today.
1: slightly below 60 degrees. But and we're all very, very excited. Slightly. I've got a sweater on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a sweater, too,
2: and <laughs> boots. There you go. It's Christmas. Yeah. We're all happy for our great weather here. Um, but is
0: it a good time? Like is now like a good time of the year for people to be putting these types of, uh,
2: yeah. So executives, I know we haven't talked a lot about executives today since we've kind of been giving you examples of what's, um, what storming has kind of looked like here at Timor world. And how we've been kind of storming in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but one thing that each company needs to do has to do is to get the, the goals down to the front liners and that will help with storming some because then it's been clearly communicated i think we even saw that um this week with with the storming that we had that the executive you know maurice wanted some goals for the company to be communicated down and so we were having to go to him and get what those goals were, so that is a very, very um, that's a very needful thing that you've can, got to do.
0: I can see how, and Kelsey, you were talking about how the team, uh, the front, most of the frontliners in the department were frustrated because of the roles. I can see how if uh, if an executive kind of lays out what maybe the changes in the goals are, how everyone could then clearly say like, okay, well then that makes perfect sense. Why I need to stop doing some things, do other things and things kind of balance out.
2: Right. That, that, ex, that that describes it perfectly.
1: Yeah. And it's, it it's very helpful to know those kinds of things. I mean, if you think about it, if you never hear from your executives, what the goals are in the company, you're just kind of doing things aimlessly. Um, I mean, you might think that, you know what you're doing, or you may think that, you know, why you're doing something, but then you go into a meeting and the executive says, okay so you know we're we're doing this now, or we're we're not even focusing on such and such anymore. And you're, you're because almost blindsided by what happens right. So thats honestly very important.
2: honestly, how many times does that happen, Kelsey? Really, that we'll go in and you we will be thinking, okay, on for our branding, our top project is ABC. And mm-hmm. we think that's it. We know it. And we come at that meeting. And those have actually been put on the cutting room floor. <laughs> those yeah. don't need to be done.
1: The far back burner. Yes.
2: And But it's a great feeling to know, okay, from the executive, we know what his vision is, where he's wanting us to go, what the projects are to focus on next week. And that's what we're going to be held accountable to.
0: Well, And I guess we. would... It must be the same the other way as well. Like if the executive is completely out of touch with problems that the frontliners have throughout the company, they could make some decision that they don't even know is steering them right towards the iceberg that they don't realize is going on in their own company. That's right. That's
2: very true.
1: Yeah. Because the, the frontliners are called that because they're on the front lines. They know exactly what's going on in the everyday operations of the company. Whereas executives sometimes have no clue. Um, so it's important to communicate those problems upwards, and that's part of the job of a manager, um, right? To to help frontliners get those problems communicated and and put them all in one place so that they can then present them to the executive.
2: Right. That that if if you can keep that going on a consistent basis, it does help with storming it's it's a huge help with storming and i like how in the book on chapter 13 uh sorry on page 13 we talk about the two key questions that you need to be asking and this helps tremendously with storming as well uh to the executives do you have your six to 12 month executive goals or list of top projects clearly defined and published
0: well and leah you have uh been so well you're both you said junior consultants yes (laughs) have you guys um have you guys been surprised by lots of executives not having those? Is that common that they don't have that, like every six to 12 months they don't have, right. they haven't no, gone back yeah. to those? They
2: don't, and especially a lot of companies, the executives, especially in small companies, are having to do a lot of the work as well. And and there's not a lot of time for them to sit down and to be able to get away, because usually that's that helps. If you can get away from the company for a day, two days, and sit down with all your executives and figure out what they want the goal for the company to be. That's, that's very hard for executives to do because they're very busy. That's very hard and that's part of their, that's a huge part of their role is to be able to get away and do that. And here at Team World, World that's what our consultants do. We can help facilitate that, help them with their mission, vision, values. What, where are they wanting to see their company go?
1: Yeah, because I feel like it's really easy as an executive to just be so busy working in the company that you don't work on the company in that way. No. Um, it, it's just kind of hard to sit down and say, okay, what are the top projects? What are my top projects? What what I want everyone else to be working on um, because that that takes a lot of...
2: Well, especially if you're the only executive. Uh, a lot of companies, there's only one, maybe two for to sit down and you need someone to bounce those ideas off of and and to talk with and and that's hard to do like you're saying Kelsey if you just sit down by yourself and just sit there that that's really hard to do and find time to do that mm-hmm, definitely and then i think the second question is just as important is do you have a list from the frontliners of problems, ideas and issues that need to be addressed or fixed um that If I were to ask a frontliner to do that, they would probably say, I don't have any time to do that. They're so busy, you know, but it, it helps if you can take, we will, we'll help people do this. And we just tell them take 20, 30 minutes and, and come up with a list. And again, at Teamer World, that's what we do as consultants, junior consultants, we'll send you a survey and come up with a, a list of, of problems to take up to the executives,
0: um, and don't I mean, Teamwork World also offers ways to help
2: executives that need to. Uh, absolutely, we we can help do executive retreats. We help do um, anonymous surveys. We do all of that.
0: It's mm-hmm. like, and I know that humor also helps middle managers. Cause I mean, it can be pretty tough if you are a middle manager and you're like, go ahead and talk to the executives about it's what the they feel needs to be job. done and also talk the hard- to the frontliners about what they feel is wrong. It
2: is the hardest job we do. We have, um, we have our, actually our management leadership program every Thursday, every month. Um, you come and we teach you how to be a, a better manager in your company.
0: And where, remind us one more time, where can we find journeying beyond the storm?
2: We are on We are on Amazon now. We are at Cottonwood Books here in Baton Rouge. We are looking at having a book signing in the
1: near future.
0: Also go to Winning in the Workplace on the iTunes podcast uh, store. The audiobook's
2: on there. Yes, we're there as well.
1: Yep, so if you would like any more information about any of our services, how to get the book, or anything like that, you can call us at 225-772-4357.